This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The sports gambling podcast that's just hammering the under .5 on total number of books read between Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Uh, there might be one pamphlet <laughs> scan, uh, that they just scanned over an STD clinic over the years, but between the two of the no books, uh, no, no books, absolutely not. Uh, I'm Joe Public, and this is uh, certainly a week of the year. It is the NFL Draft, uh, which is an opportunity to watch uh, Mel Kiper discreetly attempt to fart on air and also uh play some prop bets on some college players that we got to enjoy last season uh and in that spirit rain man uh what, what's your one uh prop bet that you kind of are really yeah, are leaning towards i'll give you one that we didn't get to watch last year give me caleb farley over 21 and a half the cornerback for virginia tech sat out last year uh got a bit of an injury and i think he's gonna fall so get that get in your that in your book early interesting all right uh, and on the other end, Capper, the NFL draft, uh, it's a great time to sit around, wait, almost trick yourself into thinking you're doing something interesting. Uh, what is your one pick that you're excited about uh, or, or one sort well, the, of prop bet? The lock of the century that always we can go back to it year after year after year is that the Cleveland Browns will fuck their pickup. <laughs> but I'm actually going to give you a real winner. Devontae Smith over pick 11 and a half. Love it. It's minus 150. Um, that's my lock for the for the NFL draft. A lot of juice there, but love it. Juice is worth the squeeze. Girl next door. <laughs> that's a good one. I haven't seen that in a while. Great movie. Good flick. Alicia good flick. A lot of horny teens it? watching that one. Listen, man. It's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. All right, this is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. This is the NFL Draft episode where we're going to go through our favorite prop bets on the board. We might even have a little Kentucky Derby pick for you. Bet on the ponies if you stick around at the end. Uh, this year, we are focusing on, I, I think with the draft, to, to Capper's point, I did look it up. You mentioned Cleveland Browns fucking up their pick. It turns out that it's plus 200 for them to draft an offensive player, which based on their roster would be a huge fuck up so you gotta hammer it right now right uh they got an offensive coach but they have no reason to draft an offensive player yeah they're picking in the 20s so it's kind of easy to say like they'll fuck this up but they will they will fuck it up it's uh one of those beautiful things in sports especially with them hosting the draft uh talk, going from las vegas to, to cleveland talk about a 2020 to 2021 reality check um <laughs> Well, anything will be ready. better than last year having the fake fans zoom in to boo Roger Goodell. I don't know what they were <laughs> thinking with that one, but if they do that again, I might not be able to watch the draft. Dude, you, I, I love that they put out a press release <laughs> saying that, like, oh, by the way, Roger's told he's hugging the kids again. Like, uh, that's Yay. not the weirdest <laughs> excited for that. Shit. 
We, I, I, so they kind of shoehorn that into being a tradition, but it's like has all of those vibes of those people who like post pictures of themselves with African children on Facebook for weird clout. Like, you know, you know, Roger Goodell is like a fucking piece of shit. You, what, you get, this is the same guy who's going to deny your concussion lawsuit in 10 years. And you're giving a big fucking hug. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I, no, I, I, I was thinking more it might go the Joe Paterno way, but, uh, I guess oh, either way, no. it's weird. Oh. He wasn't. It was Sandusky, oh. buddy. That's not Joe Pa. Well, but Joe Pa knew. Under the king. Um, let's uh, save it. Let's, let's never save it for the pod. Let's move on to the NFL draft. Let's start uh, with, with I guess, Capper. We'll go with you. Uh, this is a pick that I also am, am high on. Um, talk, so talk about the Devontae Smith pick. Um, so they've got his total pick listed at 11 and a half i'm taking the over here it's minus 150 on the juice on bovada i think that like i think Devonte smith is one of the most talented players in the draft um i obviously won the heisman trophy had a phenomenal year at alabama dynamic playmaker um can fit into any offense right off the bat but when you look at the nfl and you look at the NFL draft, you see so many people who are smarter than they think they are. Um, so many NFL GMs will say, well, that guy only weighs 155 pounds, 160 pounds. Yeah. He's not built for the NFL. He's not. He's, he's a slot receiver. We can't pick a slot receiver that high. Well, to me, I'm taking this guy before anybody outside of Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts on the offensive side of the ball, not – playing the quarterback position but nfl gms will not do that they will not take this guy higher than the 12th pick i think he falls to the mid first round maybe late teens um because i think it's just i think it's just teams thinking too much i think they're one there's going to be too many teams chasing quarterbacks and two too many teams just saying like i cannot miss on this guy i cannot say i'm picking Devonte smith here because it's too early, and if he does not do well, I'll get crushed for it. So um, a lot of guys who are hesitant to take a playmaker of Devontae Smith's like dynamic playmaking ability and teams that don't have as much need for a wide receiver and think they can get a good wide receiver later in the draft. Um, there's a ton of wide receiver talent. Well, you can't class, get Rashad so. Bateman around 10 to 15 picks well, later. I, and Yeah. I am interested – to see well i guess like the dolphins at six that seems like it could be a, it's a tough that's a it's it's tough to pass up it, yeah very easy to pass up i think yeah i think um i think chase is the most more talented wide receiver overall and more prototypical nfl wide receiver but when you're talking about like the way that the game has changed over the last five to eight years Devonte smith is a guy that like if you have him on your team and you have him on your side of the football like you're going to score points you're going to be able to find ways to fit that guy into the modern nfl game so like i i don't think you can miss with him but i also don't think an nfl gm is going to jump at the opportunity to take him early i i think that's yeah i actually have a, a Devonte smith prop also i like your over 11 and a half i actually think he's going to go to new england at 15 i think he fits that Belichick. You can gadgety him, throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, make him miss guys, do stuff in the backfield. And, and a plus 900 at that, I mean, 
Be Camden Belichick needs a receiver. And, I don't uh, think they're going to go quarterback. Bros. They were on HBO together. They did an HBO thing together. They're bros. They're on HBO together. I'm fine. I'm fine with all that. But when was the last time Belichick took a wide receiver in the first round? When, when's the last time you've had a Devonte Smith? When's the last time Never. Belichick had a 15th overall pick in the first round, man? I think that's also different. Yeah, that's actually the better question. It's been a minute. I I'm curious. Usually, us usually they're losing their first round pick because of spy so we all and whatnot. like the over here or the later for different reasons i think he is not a very good first round prospect he is tiny guys he so not he's not as short he's 155 160 pounds most wide receivers who come out at that weight are a lot shorter and more compact than Devonte smith Devonte smith is a true six feet and with that weight he is going to get destroyed by the nfl size and speed it's not college anymore he's like a Tavon austin would be my best comp yeah it might be great value in the third or fourth round for what you can get out of him but he's not a top 10 top 15 type pick here did Tavon Austin win a Heisman? He didn't, but he was he electrifying was in college. In, in college. Uh, um, yeah, so the, the best the best case scenario here do, is uh, you the can't Eagles compare that they're completely. I think it's a fair comp. But no, but that's I think a bullshit way fucking comp. No, you can. Devontae it's not a, it's Sean not a Jackson. Bad comp. No. Deshaun Jackson's De a fine comp. That's your upside. The best case scenario yeah. for Devonta Smith is Deshaun Jackson, and the worst case scenario is out of the league in one to two years. Well, no, you get the worst case is like Ted Ginn. Smith is gonna bulk up a little bit. Like he's gonna fill Maybe. out on his like he's wiry, or he'll he's got get fracture all of his ribs size. in the second game of the season because he's 155 pounds, which is as much as I weigh. That's crazy, and I'm tiny. NFL NFL corners Grand, and safeties don't want to hit as Can much you as cite me said, that though. injury he suffered at Alabama? Uh, he did break his hand. Yeah, yeah. he, he right. heard. He but remember, like, he aside, missed. <laughs> no, Devontae, he stayed healthy. He stayed healthy at Alabama and in the SEC, baby. And now he's going to step up a whole league. They did gadget him into a ton of space all year. Like, I mean, yeah, well, you're drafting you're a player that you have to use his well, skill set sure. in the league. You can't just plug and play him as a number one wide receiver on every team. Uh, so th for that reason, I don't know why you draft him the top. You could in New England. The receivers are right ass. <laughs> no, I would. Uh, for Maybe. the record, I would definitely take him. I would definitely take him in the top ten, but I don't see it Agreed. happening. For the record, Fair the record enough. has let's been set. So. Let's go to the next pick, Rain Man. Uh, you had mentioned Caleb Farley uh, going after twenty-one and a half. One thing I will note is that so ESPN Draft Nation did a thing with their uh, beat writers making picks, and they took Caleb Far Farley number eight overall to the Panthers. Um, I'm curious what you're hearing in terms – because I've also heard that, that he's falling. I know awful. he has a hist history of back injuries. What sort of your read here? Yeah, so he sat out last year, presumably because of COVID, for Virginia Tech cornerback. Could have easily been the top cornerback, except for maybe Patrick Sertain, of this year. Uh, the issue is he's had some back issues coming off a surgery, a microdisectomy surgery. Uh, Prop that, Pete, what is that? Uh, your back? Correct. He's got a back <laughs> injury, spinal issue. He he's can't feel. He can't he's feel his toes. He still cannot feel his toes. Our important. He can't feel his fingers. He can't feel his toes. The doctors say he probably will be cl cleared by the end of June, but no one knows. That timetable scares I'm scared. people. I'm scared. He's got. Personally, he's got a I'm severe scared. spinal cord injury. He's trying to come back and play football. I just don't see how you take him in the first round. Uh, at least I, I, I'm taking the over here. Right. I, I think this will continue to fall, so I'd book it tonight. No, it's it's hard for me to sort of disagree here, even though when I've heard sort of the quote-unquote experts talk about him, they say that athletically he might be one of the most impressive 
cornerbacks in the draft, but the injury thing and the risk of re-injury. I, I'm pretty sure he had a similar, like, surgery to, like, Tiger Woods or something like that. Like, he's had, like, it's been not, it's been pretty, it's been, it seems like, it, and it's also two of them, so. Yeah, it's yeah. not his first. It's it's not great. A uh, lot, lot of talent, and it, it's it's tough to see, and it's sad to hear, but trying to make a little money off this pick, I'm, I'm rooting for the kid, it. but yeah. going over. Yeah. Let's go over to you, prop bet Pete. What yeah, is your my kind of my big rubber here is uh, Kyle Pitts is going to go fourth overall. It's minus one fifty. You're going to pay some juice, um, but Ooh. Atlanta's not going to go quarterback. I hate it. Atlanta's not going to go quarterback. Matt Ryan. No, of course so, they're not. Too much juice, but they're probably going to trade that pick, right? No chance. You got Kyle Pitts. You've seen okay with Gronk, with Kelsey, with Kittle. You've seen how having that dude at tight end has revolutionized the game, and you you know this Rain Man. There's nobody in college oh, football more electric than Kyle Pitts. I would, I got, I got Kyle Pitts number three overall. I mean, I would take him. Wow, I just three. don't know if they will. Wow, three. I don't think he's going three. I think you know they got to go quarterback. No, he's three. not. But he's three on my big board. I got uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and then Kyle Pitts. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, you can either take him on draft day. Just look at fourth overall. Look at first non QB on offense. Look at uh, if the Falcons take a tight end, which everyone has the best juice because it's like minus one fifty, minus one sixty but he's going to be a Falcon, and he's going to make Matt Ryan look really good for the next few years. Matt Ryan, the corpse of Matt Ryan. He's not. He's not. <laughs> they're they're trading Julio good. Jones. That, that team's a total um, rebuild. Matt, Matt Ryan still has some juice. Their defense is what was Matt really Ryan terrible still last play year. Yeah, I think like I I don't think that you I don't think the Falcons are losing because of Matt Ryan. So I can understand. I, I love Kyle Pitts. My favorite long, long shot bet, which isn't going to hit, is Kyle Pitts drafted third overall plus 4,400 because how sick would it be if it was uh, Kittle and Pitts in that 49ers offense? And in fairness, You're a mad it, man. in fairness, if they wanted to take Pitts, they would need the third pick to do it. Uh, because You're a mad psycho. I am a madman. I mean, if anything, the Falcons are shopping Julio because they believe in Ridley. They believe... Um, Pitts can be that number two. He's probably the number one, but the number two. Yeah. Um, I'm off okay, my board, so I, guys. I think this is the most likely scenario for Kyle Pitts. Um, from every mock draft we've read, from every insider in report that we've seen. Um, but I'm actually going to go the other direction here. I think there's a decent chance that the first four picks in the draft are quarterbacks. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't think we've seen this level of talent at the quarterback position in a long time. Obviously, we've got Lawrence locked into number one. I think Zach Wilson is a pretty he's sure fire. Yeah, he's like minus, to, he's to like minus 10,000 to be number two. And San Francisco doesn't trade up into the third pick to not draft a quarterback. So what we have here now is three quarterbacks picked in the first three picks, and we've got a lot of teams desperate for a quarterback – that need a quarterback to be successful in the NFL. And we've got, what, 18 teams in the NFL that have shitty quarterbacks or t- quarterbacks that can't win big games. Um, when you look at a quarterback like Justin Fields and you look at a quarterback like Trey Lance, assuming that the third pick is Mac Jones, which personally I wouldn't go that direction, but it seems like Kyle Shanahan's going that direction. It would be can sick if it was Kyle Pitts, to though. Pass can Atlanta afford to pass on a Justin Fields for the future? Can they afford to pass on a Trey Lance, even though they've Hometown got Hometown kid, Ryan. Justin Fields. Matt Ryan's 37 years old. 
quarterbacks are how old long can now. you assume Matt Ryan can play a high level of quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons? One more year, two more years at most. We're already talking about like teams like the Green Bay Packers who pick a quarterback last year in the first round when you have a Hall of Fame, surefire, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, in the fold. Kyle Pitts is going to have a better career than anybody the Falcons would draft it for. It's a quarterback. Well, they could, tra- they could trade it down. That's not the point. And then re- rebuild the that roster. They got a lot of as holes. Valuable as, I think, as valuable as I think um, Kyle Pitts would be to an NFL offense, if there are three quarterbacks off the board immediately, they're one, Atlanta's going to be thinking a lot long and hard about picking a quarterback, and two, they're going to be thinking long and hard about how much value they can get trading that pick to a team that is very thirsty for a quarterback. Which quarterback would you take at four if Mac Jones is off at three? Would you, would you go uh, Justin Fields, Fields for sure. I would, I would be taking Justin Fields at three, maybe even two, and if I see Justin Fields on the board at four, that is a number one overall pick type talent, and I'm trading up for it. I actually agree. I, I So one of my props is I've got Trey Lance over six and a half plus 125 because I think if there is a fourth quarterback – that goes after Mac Jones, it's going to be Fields over Lance. I haven't seen a Fields over Lance prop. If I see one, I'll take it. But Trey Lance over six and a half, he'll probably go seven to the Lions at best. Um, Trey Lance is interesting because, I one, a lot of people haven't seen him play. He plays at North Dakota. Um, you know, he's not on CBS at 2 p.m. every afternoon. Like, he's just not. And as much as you think that's a prototypical quarterback that you have to win in the NFL, he's a project and you have, or you're, you're going to have to take a year for him to get adjusted to the pro game, um, get up to speed. Is Atlanta a good fit for that? Because I, I mean, they obviously have their quarterback next year. There's a few spots. I think that Trey Lance. Fits well, that's why I think seven, seven to the Lions to look at taking a year. For seven him. to the Lions makes sense. You let golf play it out and then he jumps in. God, how far Jared Goff has fallen. I think I think what you've got is a Justin Fields who is a very high-level pro prospect and Trey Lance might have a higher ceiling, but he's definitely got a lot he's definitely got a lower floor. Um, and he didn't even so he didn't even really get to your, play this what's year. What's your risk aversion? So like yeah, Exactly. So like what's your risk aversion? Like that's your prototypical NFL quarterback right now, Trey Lance. Are you ready to wait for him for a year? Are you ready to wait for him for two years, maybe? Well, most teams won't be. Most teams aren't because usually if you're drafting at the beginning of the first round, your ass is to the fire if they haven't already fired everyone before you. So I think part of it exactly. is buying yourself time. That's why you didn't really come around to your point, but you have one of your I long I didn't come shots. around to my pick. Well, what you, yeah, you, <laughs> you sort of talk. You talked about a lot of things, but none of them related to like a pick in the sports gambling sense. It was, it was A plus babble. You mentioned, Pe- you mentioned Penny Sewell is the first non-QB drafted at plus 500, which would make your 15-minute rant about which quarter- how the quarterback's being taken <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, the top four the, making sense. The, yeah, yeah, the fourth quarterback getting picked here doesn't really matter for this pick. This is my long shot that I like as Penny Sewell at the fifth spot going to the Bengals. The bigger question like is... The bigger question is the Bengals taking Sewell over Chase in that scenario. That's like the back and forth, I think. For what it's worth, uh, uh, the ba- the the Bengals ESPN guy who's delightfully named Ben Baby uh, is calling it Chase, and you can't deny T. 
teaming up Burrow with Chase again has to be tempting. They drafted yep. Jonah Williams a couple of years back, and he wasn't good last year, but you wonder whether you want to give him more time. It's a deep draft for tackles. So I want to hear the logic. Well, I'll certainly give the Bengals front office more credit than they deserve. Um, they threw Joey Burrow to the fire last year where he had no protection on the offensive line. Um basically just ruined his entire rookie season when he was playing good football he was probably one of the better players on that terrible roster um he was the best player he was, yeah he was, he was the best player he was good yeah i will give them more credit than they deserve because i like think that in the back of their minds they know to build a winner in cincinnati they have to go offensive line here penny sewell i think has fallen a little bit like he was before the season started he was the like upper echelon of offensive yeah, tackles but got short arms, available in the draft. Arms. For sure, but he's also <laughs> super athletic. He's also super athletic. He's also like proven it, and he's put in the work, and he's gotten to that point where you're, he's the clear doubt, undeniable top offensive tackle ass. prospect in the draft. <laughs> he's got and basically two forearms. If you know he's you have Joey Burrow playing quarterback, why would you not go and get Penny Sewell? Like you can find people to throw to, to catch footballs from Joe Burrow. Can you find a guy who can play franchise tag like franchise left tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't think you can unless you draft Penny Sewell. That's here. that's hundred percent. You got to either protect the guy you invested money in, or you're going to give him somebody to throw to. And I think at this point you got to protect him, especially after that injury. I think another you know brutal injury and and you know he might not be the joey burrow you think he's going to be um I- well as as deep as as deep as the wide like the offensive tackle class is like you said it's not super top heavy there's a few guys who can play flex positions on the offensive line wide receiver is very deep in uh the 2021 draft like that's just bottom line there's a lot of guys you can find second round like you can find a rashad bateman possibly in the top of the second round yeah if you can like draft a Penny Sewell and a Ross, Rashad Bateman in the second, that's very good for a Cincinnati Bengals team. I'm gonna. I have a, a couple of picks. My own one is uh, that I found that I think is almost a, a mistake. I'm about it. It's total LSU players drafted in the first round. Um, over one and a half is plus one fifteen. Uh, so Jamar Chase, of course, a lock for the first round, but Terrace Marshall on his own is listed at minus 110 to go in the first round. So mm. at plus 115, you're getting a little extra juice there. Uh, mm. Something, so a little. It's a good find, Joe. It's a nice little find. Getting a quarter, uh, getting a full quarter. It's, and then, yeah, it's 25 free cents. Hey, in not, in this economy? Um, <laughs> free and we got the other, another one I really like, speaking to Capper's point about being a deep wide receiver class, this is a guy who uh, is going to make Pro Bowls that nobody is talking about. And I think he is going to go in the first round. Right now it's listed at plus 125, and that's Rondale Moore from Purdue. Uh, he ran a 4-2-9 mm. at his pro day. Um, he was the best mm. player in the Purdue program by a fucking mile. And what's going to happen a is that at, at the end, and it was the, a decent team. What's gonna, he beat Ohio State as a freshman? He uh, last year he played it smart and he really just like played a couple of games. He didn't risk getting injured. But I think a team near the end of the first round is going to say, "Hey, yeah, I could use a Tyree kill." The ghost um, of Al Davis get, is ready for him. And yeah, they're going to get him because he's a really. I think I really think it's hard for me to imagine 
every all those teams, especially at the end, the teams that have the luxury of really padding their team, looking and saying, nah, I don't want Rondell Moore. Um, I, I like him as a first-rounder. Yeah, I, I think kind of circling the wagon, I got a similar type prop you're combining, guys. I've got Jamar Chase being the first receiver, Najee Harris being the first running back, and Penny Sewell being the first O-line kind of parlayed. It's minus 110 on Bavada. True odds, it really should be plus 102, but like, like but like, I love that pick so we much. Like, it. like That's like yeah, free, free money. it kind of seems like a lock. We like it a lot. That, well, then you look at it, um, short guy. If the only you, thing you're worried about is Najee Harris. Is NTN somehow going to go over him, and I can't see it. NTN's not going over Najee. Relax. I'm not worried about that. That actually, that segs into my next pick actually pretty well. Travis NTN over 32 and a half. Do not think he's going to be in the first round. Najee gets picked first. Agree with you there, prop bet, Pete. I don't think a second running back goes in the first round just because of how running back values tend to be. But if they do, I think it'll be someone gambling on the upside of Javante Williams, who had a monster year at UNC. Uh, Looks to be a little bit more versatile than Travis Etienne and probably a little bit more you can do with him in in space. Uh, Don't think either of them go in the first round, but he's a big reason why I'm pretty comfortable taking Travis Etienne on the over there. Yeah, Etienne had a great career, but wasn't necessarily, didn't seem as, I don't know, maybe we're just spoiled. He's going to be an NFL back. I think he's going to be a really good one, but it's, I don't know, Najee definitely seems, he was so good. So Travis Etienne did not come out last year and go pro because he got a second round draft grade. Is there anything he did last year to change that? That's He got a year older. That's That's probably about it. That's an excellent point. He uh, played on a worse Clemson team. Yep. Um, that, so I uh, no, I, I really like that, especially from that perspective. Um, let's go to uh, let's see, Capper. You you have another one on here. You were also on the Chase Harris Sewell bet, and you were. Uh, you I had, love that bet. And you your last pick was related to this. Is one I, I want to talk about because I think it's interesting. Uh, it's the Mon let's one. Let's talk. Let's talk. Um, this is a specific round that Kellen Mond's going to be drafted in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's he's not he's not a first round pick. I think we all isn't know the that. live odds like seventy eight and a half. Um, but I am taking Kellen Mond to be drafted in the second round, plus four hundred. Um, I think once you get past the first five quarterbacks in this draft. There are a lot of question marks. There are a lot of guys who are on a similar level. Um, and there are a lot of te- teams that are quarterback hungry, and they're just going to need to draft their quarterback and make sure that they have somebody potentially to fill the spot that is coming up behind them. Um, and so you look at a Kyle Trask, you look at a Jamie Newman, and you look at a Kellen Mond. Those are your, like... Those are probably your next three best quarterbacks in the draft once you get past the first five guys. Um, Are any of those guys first-rounders? Not to me. Um, Are any of them second-rounders? Probably not. They shouldn't be. But there are a lot of teams that are going to miss out on those first five guys that are looking to their quarterback of the future, potentially. Um, And I think that there's a sentiment and narrative around Kellen Mond that he is – that he Better sucks he at played. that he sucks at football and isn't good at <laughs> passing I, I it to the guys on his team. Is that a narrative surrounding him I because d- he's not good? I don't think he he's great, terrible. but I think I think there are some NFL GMs that saw enough out of him on Saturdays that they can say, I can make that guy a good NFL quarterback. 
I can give him a year to learn the system, sit behind a quarterback, learn everything that's going on, and we can turn him into a starter on Sundays. Yeah, it's not going to work out, in my opinion. I, I, I have <laughs> that no guy, that guy this blows ass guy. He's not going to play. I, <laughs> I have like I have no reservations about Kellamon being a good NFL starter because I don't think there are really more than ten good NFL quarterbacks at any given time. But I think some team's gonna reach for him in the second round to try and build themselves up and say, you know what, like we're ma- we're taking that next step. We're gonna go find our guy, we're gonna go get our Kellamond, we're gonna go get a Kyle Trask, we're gonna go get yeah, a Jamie. I've, I've talked enough about Kellamond. We're gonna lock it in. So. It's so right, Capper, it's one. Capper, so like, yeah, so it's Cap- four to one. Capper, I uh, so you just gave a pretty bad pick, but let me give you a worse one. Um, I like if we're, if we're talking about quarterbacks being drafted in specific rounds. Uh, so I'm You'd looking at it. I'm looking at Davis Mills in round one plus thirteen hundred. Now, stay who's 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 that guy? Stanford. <laughs> So stay with me. He only has 11 starts. No, we won't. You haven't heard of him, but if you followed recruiting, you would because he was the number one quarterback prospect coming out of high school ahead of Tua in his class. He only played five games last season because Pac-12. He has 11 starts total at Stanford, but he was pretty efficient last year. So you look at this guy and you look at where you're drafting at the end of the first round. He has way more upside than Kyle Mond and also a lot of other guys you're looking for at the position. You know who Kyle Trask is. Davis Mills actually is like pretty talented and also has all the physical tools. I think it's a long shot, but I, taking a flyer on him. Getting I mean, that's fine. Like, but you're he, but the thing is, I like, think I'm we're, not the same, we're on the of, same thought I'm process. I'm not pulling this out of my ass either. There's been these no, no, light no, no, no. But we're, we're on the same thought process here, like that there are going to be a ton of teams looking to draft a quarterback in the second and third round. Like, what's to say that a team's not going to reach for a Kellamond or a Kyle Trask or a Jamie Newman or a Stanford quarterback that I've never heard of. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm glad we're talking Jamie Newman because that is my last prop, and I was Are you excited. guys going to steal my Jamie Newman prop? I, I, okay, I, I, I was excited. Take to, it away, prop. I was excited never be to invited steal again. it, and I was going to steal it combined with my Devontae Smith plus 900 to the Patriots because I'm taking Jamie Newman under 170 and a half. That's ridiculous. Under <laughs> it's a, crazy. It's ridiculous. He was literally like a first, second round grade after his wake year. And now he, suddenly, because he didn't play a he year, was not. he was. Looked at some early Se- mocks. Second or third, he was second, second or third round. He was round a second round. Second or third second round. Second okay. round at best, third round. 170.5 is 170.5 is barbarically, sure. astronomically sure. way too high. And, you, and, and I don't know. And to make it better, there's always a quarterback who falls, and there's always a quarterback who's sitting there where you're like, "Man, that guy's pretty good. He was a good college." Yeah, but like, why is he still? But there? like, because I, I, he sucks. I, I have this vision of him well, to sling. Jamie or, Newman definitively did not suck in college and got Jamie the Georgia starting quarterback job and just COVID came. I, I have I have he this vision not. of him slinging the rock to Devontae Smith out. in New England. That is the worst conspiracy I'll, theory I've ever heard. I'll change the narrative on you. That's why he opted out because he couldn't win the job against. Yeah. Okay. Flip the narrative Some just like that. Braxton, maybe? Well, I got to say, what I love about a bet like this is what you're signing up for is being able to watch, like, the third day of the draft and sit there like, all right, all right, this is going to be Jamie. It has to be Jamie. 
Uh, and then yeah, <laughs> that is the be, best part. You're of gonna it. be doing that for like four hours with every single pick while they name people that you've never fucking heard of from that, bumfuck state. It's, it's an even uh, money bet. If you believe the theories you're saying about all these teams needing quarterbacks, Jamie Newman will be in the top five pounds. He was going to be the starting quarterback of Georgia. He did have an amazing career at Wake Forest, and the head of the Jamie Newman fan club. <laughs> we took a year off because of the global pandemic, but we're back and we're following him on Sundays, and I'm very excited. And someone's going to take Trey Lance, who hasn't played since his redshirt sophomore season over he's, him. No, Whatever he's played all spring. Him, I will never watch They played, what, spike. four games? He has, he has literally played this spring. He's played spring? more recently than any of the quarterbacks on this list. Has he been starting this spring? I thought he only played the spring game. Yes, he played. He Green jacket, gold jacket. I got uh, <laughs> my last uh, my last. We've seen prop enough. Bet he's it, a red shirt. He's a red shirt NFL guy. Last prop bet I got is uh, Gregory Russo. He's from University of Miami. Uh, I like him being drafted over 27 and a half minus 135. Uh, I don't think he he's not a first round prospect. He sat That's out stupid. He sat That's out stupid, last dude. year. He's a freak. He sat out last year. He only played two years of college. He's just like two. I think there's too many unknowns. And he also is not a freak. His workouts were not He's great. He's a big He's guy. He's the fastest kid alive. His workout, his, his workout was not good after sitting out a year. And the guy who replaced him, Jalen Phillips, was even better. So it kind of took some of the wind out of your sails when you sit out and your replacement is better. So I, yeah, I think counter- he's a second-round prospect all day long. All day long. Counterpoint. NFL GMs are stupid. Uh, counterpoint capper, Trey Lance, uh, formally retired from North Dakota State in October of 2020. So take a lap and put some respect on Jamie Newman's name, please. And informally came back to play this spring. The spring like game. Like Michael Jordan. The spring <laughs> game. <laughs> I heard about his pro day. It looked good. Wow, they're basically he's basically Michael Jordan. He hasn't played he hasn't even played FCS college football. It's a joke that he's gonna go. So the top we just 10. did we I just, don't know. He kinda makes me he kinda gets me excited though, under we, the hood. That was just a goddamn whirlwind of, of prop bets. I think I I think I touched on all of them. Was there any was there I, any I had one, one more, bet? but we've yeah, already yeah. touched on it. It's just Justin Fields top five even money. I think someone will trade up to him. He's too as I said, I think he's a first pick overall talent in other years, so I think someone will trade up and take him. Not arguing with it. Uh, he's. Too- I like that. I think. I think he falls into fourth. I think. I think Atlanta might jump at him. I think they've thrown up smoke screens. I think. I. It's pretty crazy to me that people are overthinking it enough for, with Justin Fields at this point. The guy. There is I- nothing. There's nothing more valuable than a quarterback on a rookie contract that can play. Can, can I? Can I he, take he this like, to a more somber note, like real quick? Touchdowns versus three interceptions. Rayman, please he's bring sick. us bring us down a notch. He's sick. Yeah, I got, I got something a little sad. Just got to get let's get it out of the way. Let's bring it down before we talk about the Derby. Uh, as we all know, Julian Edelman is retiring this year. Oy and sadly, <laughs> sadly, there's not a single Jewish player that will be picked in the 2021 NFL draft. So can, just, can, can we? But we can, 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 can somebody redraft Josh Rosen, please? We've got that guy on the Titans, Fersker. We've got him still. Anthony Paul Fersker's still there. There's uh, this, the lineman from Kansas City who's in the Pro Bowl, Mitchell. But uh, hey, we're, we're thinning yeah, in the ranks. We're thinning in the ranks. Rain man, never count out converts. Never count out the late converts. Zach Wilson, converts. Zach Wilson on the wrong team right now, but he could come back around. He's going to New York. Especially in New York, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, never say never. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's transfer right over to uh, 
we're going to talk derby picks real quick at the end here. Uh, the true degenerates game. Everyone wants a pick on a derby. You might be able to watch it outside and enjoy it. Wear some stupid fucking hats. Get drunk. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> prop bet. Uh, you have a couple of uh, of derby picks here. What yeah. Do, what first of all, mind? I want to I want to roll back real quickly. Jordan Love plus nine hundred to Green Bay last year, and I had our boy Audacity plus eight hundred last year winning the derby. So this year's derby pick at plus eight hundred. I'm taking the number nine hot rod Charlie. The only issue is who's going to ride him, but fuck, that horse can just get after it. So if you trust whoever it is, <laughs> he's going to fly and he's going to win. Who's going to ride him? We don't know yet, but it doesn't matter. Who's going to ride he's him? He's going to fucking win. Um, horse I also, got legs, right? Yeah. I, I, I Also, I spoke with Coach. He gets, sends his uh, condolences. He couldn't be here. He's watching film. He's on hour 14 of a film fest. Um, but he circled in on a highly motivated. And if you want a little bit safer play, uh, known agenda out of the one. Uh, highly motivated with Chad Brown. It's horse is ran well at Keeneland and, uh, you know, very capable jockey with Cassiano on the horse. That, that's his uh, take. So I'm just going to box at three and trust the boys. Wow. Hmm. You love to see it. You know, there was, hmm. I, I, the truth is I can't give any analysis except that I love the name hot rod Charlie. Of course I'm going to bet on that, but oh, I, there was now. a, there was something I did a few years ago that I really enjoyed. It, there was a quiz that listed uh, a bunch of different... You basically had to look at a name and decide whether it was a marijuana strain or the name of a racing horse. And it's incredible. So I figured we, maybe we can go through some of the, the horses in this year's derby. Tell me what you think it sounds more like. So let's start with Essential Quality. Uh, that's absolutely a weed strain. That there's that's no way horse. that's a horse. Well, we know they're all. That's horses. actually the favorite horse, but it's definitely a weed strain. But it's definitely a weed strain. It's a horse. Um, I like uh, Super Stock. Pretty good. Um, Midnight Bourbon. Maybe uh, Indica there. Um, 